I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Happy Monday, everyone. Whoop, whoop. How is your week, and how is the start of your week? <laughs> it's going great so far, and it's going to be even better with another episode of Friends in the Pocket. And we've got a doozy for everyone today. A lot of laughs to be had, and a lot of revelations and thoughts about where we're going to be, past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. And um, this week's episode, well, tonight's episode, rather. See, you know it's Monday when I'm all over the place with my words here. But, uh, yeah, today's episode the is Monday flops. the one where Heckles dies. So Let's go. start off with the first scene at Monica and Rachel's apartment where everyone's hanging out but Chandler who's soon to arrive from his date and as he enters into the apartment everybody's asking him about Joan that's the uh, lovely date's name sounds like he's had a great time with her except for the fact that she's got big nostrils (laughs) Which, according to Chandler, is also code for this relationship will never last. Yeah. And, like, Phoebe and everyone's like, seriously, you were bragging about, like, how nice this girl is, and you just broke it off because of her nostrils? And Chandler's like, are you kidding me? Like, when she tilts up, you can just see her brain through her nostrils. Like, It's kind of like the joke we used to make when we were kids, when we'd be like, oh man, like if you look all the way, way, way back in the back of that person's nose, you can find a nose gold. Yeah. Probably the nicer way of saying boogers. Finding all the things. And so as soon as he says that, like Joey's trying to relate and compare to him. He's just like, yeah, man, you know what? I don't know where it is, but one time I kissed a girl and she had the biggest Adam's apple. Now, you got to imagine uh, everyone else in the room right now is looking at each other. Just kind of like, what does he? <laughs> he doesn't know, does he? Does he know? No, and, I don't think he knows. And Ross is like, should I? And everyone's like, yeah, go ahead. Like, you, you, you go in on him. And so Ross is like, Joey, you do know that women don't have Adam's apple, right? As Phoebe, Monica, and Rachel, like, tilt their neck like, up. Oh, you guys are just messing with me. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Stop playing around. Guys. And uh, in an attempt to help Joey save face and not make it even more awkward for him, they just agree. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so. Good old Joey. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Insert intro. Watch out for these Adam apples. I was going there. (laughs) 
Well, we're still at Monica and Rachel's here after the intro where uh, Phoebe is asking like Chandler, like there, w- w- there has to be a time where you broke up with somebody for real reasons. Like, and for Phoebe, she means not because their head is big or their nostrils are big or <laughs> in Joey's world, you know, Adam's apple. An authentic emotional reason. Yeah. And, you know, at first Chandler, like, mentions, like, a random girl from, like, way back when. And it's someone, like, Ross probably knew from when they were in school together. And Ross was like, um, someone that doesn't like that movie doesn't count. (laughs) And then he's like, okay, well, fine. What about Janice? You know? And, like, they're like, okay. Okay, we can see this working out. We can agree on that. So, (laughs) while this is happening, by the way, Mr. Heckles, as we've, um, brought up in previous episodes he knocks on the door really loud it's one of the few times he leaves the apartment Mm -hmm. but uh his usual shenanigans still ensue yeah and uh, monica and rachel answer the door and you know he's over here complaining he's like you guys are being really loud you're you're disturbing my birds now, if you're watching along with us, you know everyone in the room has been sitting in their respective chairs just talking. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Rachel's like, you don't have any birds. And Mr. Echo's like, I could have birds. <laughs> like, trying oh. to find ways. He's like, just stop it. You guys are really loud. And so they're like, okay, fine. We'll try to keep the stomping down. Like, even though it's Clearly, really he's uh, the type of guy who likes to find a reason to be upset. Yeah. So... Um, he leaves, you know, and then everybody's still talking about Chandler and Janice, and they start making fun of, like, Janice's moments, like, oh my god, <laughs> like a hardcore weird laugh. Like, her laugh <laughs> was literally the one, like, chink in the armor <laughs> that, like, broke Janice as an idea for Chandler. <laughs> and each person is, like, describing or mimicking Janice's quirks, and Joey's by the dishes, like, ooh, Chandler. Chandler, like because he like lives with Chandler, and as the roommate, Joey kind of has intimate experience of uh some of this exchange. Yes, <laughs> Chandler and Janice had. Oh, man, and all in this moment, you know, Mister Heckles is back in his apartment, but can't seem to get over the so-called noise he's hearing. So he proceeds with like air quote imaginary noise. Yeah, and he grabs his broom, and he's, like, hitting the ceiling because he's downstairs, right? And so then this time, they're purposely like, you know what? We're just going to stomp. So they just start stomping and stomping and stomping. Yeah, they've had it at this point. It's like, how many times can you tell someone, hey, we're not really doing anything? So now, mm-hmm. at this point, they just gave up. Like, let's just give him what he wants. Yeah. And they went back and forth for a couple of times. Like... But each time they went back and forth, it would mm-hmm. be a new set of feet added to the stomping. To the point where it was just all six of them be like, ah, 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 ah. and then yeah, so then he has the or broom. you know whoever was in the room, <laughs> <laughs> and so he as they're going back and forth with the stomping, he's going back and forth with the broom, but then finally he stops, and they're thinking, okay, we're done, we won, like we got him to stop hitting the ceiling with the broom. You would think. You would think. <laughs> Which brings us to the next scene, where they're downstairs and uh, Heckle was found dead. And he's being pulled out on a stretcher. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And Mr. Trigger, the the maintenance guy, 
he's there and he's trying to and, and everyone's asking like what happened and he's like I don't know but they found him with a broom in his hand he, he must have been sweeping yeah what a way to go out the last thing he was doing was cleaning could have been me <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like I was I was sweeping the other day man yeah it definitely could have been me so he was Everybody else is just kind of like bummed out. They're like, oh, did we do this? Monica and Rachel kind of have that look like, uh, guilty? It's like... <laughs> talking about Mr. Heckle's passing and I mean who wouldn't talk about it someone just died underneath you yeah that is kind of freaky not to mention someone you were kind of antagonistic with mm-hmm. see kind of a little element of guilt's there because like they remember them as the last ones he kind of had contact with yeah so Phoebe's over here like I can still sense his spirit. And out of nowhere, she like screams out, Go into the light, Mr. Heckles! Shout out to Poltergeist. <laughs> and everybody's looking at her like, Okay, Phoebes. Like, Heckles! Really? Go into the light, Heckles! And Phoebe's like, She starts to notice that like everyone's looking at her differently because her beliefs are a little bit different than everybody else she's like what just because i believe that his you know his spirits are still here you know doesn't mean like you know this this and that right like xyz giving out examples which brings her to her next um point and she also makes a point that mm-hmm. you know opinions can conflict yeah and um she starts bringing up like what like you know there's some things like you guys may believe this like but like me i don't believe in like evolution or something like that now, she didn't mean to, like, pick at this particular subject. It just happened to come out the way she was explaining it. And unfortunately for her, it happened around the wrong person. <laughs> I.E. insert Ross voice. Hi, guys. What? Let me tell you why you're wrong, Phoebe. Phoebe, you, 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 you don't believe in evolution? And Phoebe's like, it's, it's, it's just that it's too easy. You know, and Ross is like, what? T- too it, easy. It's scientific facts, Phoebe. You know, mankind, evolution, evolve. <laughs> I'm also starting to realize our Ross sounds like a cross between Dr. Phil and Patrick Starfish from SpongeBob. Wow, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so at this point, someone's knocking on the door, and they're like, all right, we're going to answer the door, and it's uh, Mr. Trigger and the maintenance guy with uh, Mr. Heckles' attorney. Now, this can mean a variety of things, so everyone's kind of shocked at this point. Like, uh, are we in trouble? Yeah, are we like, about to get sued? <laughs> what did we do, you know? And then, uh, you know, the attorney comes in. He's like, well, actually, um, I'm here to go over Mr. Heckles' will, uh, last will and testament with you guys. And they're like, what? We're in his will? Like, uh, Yeah, apparently he named uh, YouTube. Yeah, and uh, they're like, well, what about his family? And he's like... He doesn't have any families. So then Rachel's like, all right, well, let's talk money. And then the attorney's like, um, well, he didn't have any money, but let's talk about signing, yeah? You'll be Noisy Girl 1, and you'll be Noisy Girl 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, which takes us to the next scene. Um, seems like Mr. Heckles left pretty much the apartment, like, 
So it like fast pans to the friends uh, evaluating his assets and seeing what he's got left. And the <laughs> pickings are pretty slim. And as soon as I go in there, Monica's like, oh my gosh, it's a dump. Like he left us all this trash as his last revenge before he left. Right. If uh, anyone's ever seen an episode of Hoarders, uh, it's quite the reference yeah. site. Lots of, lots of papers, too. I don't, it's like collections of newspapers, assorted knickknacks. You know, and while they're like rummaging through stuff, you know, stuff that they can keep pretty much because it's under their name now, uh, you know, Joey finds like weird stuff. You know, Rachel finds like a lamp. Yeah, Joey, like, uh, I think the funny thing was like when Joey finds a magnifying mirror, but uh, it's placed. Uh, precariously near a person's crotch. Yeah, so it magnifies <laughs> what it looks like, apparently. And, you know, Ross is still hung up on the whole evolution thing. So, like, Mr. Heckles has, like, these statues of, like, birds, right? I guess these are the birds he was probably talking about. Sorry, I can have birds. But it, you can tell that each bird, like, represents, like, from young, not really age-wise, but they're just in order, like, smallest to biggest kind of thing. Kind of proving his theory of yeah. evolution. Evolution. He's like, baby, how do you not believe in it, man? Like, my baby's like... Oh, these just... birds are a perfect example. Yeah, and she's just not buying the whole story you know and then chan finds like a big book of grievances that's <laughs> jackie chan not chandler just kidding Chandler. <laughs> and in this book of grievances you know he finds like all of the things that heckles logs about them oh april 20th or whatever date he says italian guy walks in with a loud girl like you know just stuff that they do and if we're observational here we would know uh italian guy as joey mm -hmm. <laughs> and then there was one where he's like italian guy's gay roommate <laughs> he's referring to chandler <laughs> which of course leads chandler to be like uh so that's what he thought of me right <laughs> but going back to the lamp that rachel finds you know she wants to bring this like seashell looking lamp into their apartment and she's like monica what do you think of this and monica given monica's personality and her taste for mm -hmm. very clean very presentable things uh lamp made of a uh, withering sandcastle and <laughs> dusty sea cells wasn't matching her vibe yeah and she's like well it, it, it's not gonna go with the furniture and rachel's like well but what about my stuff and rachel's like well you don't have any stuff and Rachel's like, you still think of this as just your Rachel apartment. Rachel talking to herself right now. <laughs> no, she's talking to Monica. But she's just like, I don't know. She's losing it right now because she's like, uh, excuse you, I do own property. She's telling Monica that you still think of this place as your place and that I'm just somebody who rents a room, don't you? And Monica just tries to ignore it, but... And she gets kind of quiet, so Monica's like... And Rachel's like, well, while you're still thinking of that, I'm gonna go find a new spot for my lamp. And she leaves <laughs> Monica where she's hanging. So... And then at this point, Joey finds, like, a, a yearbook. He's like, do they still recycle yearbooks? And Chandler's, like, flipping through the pages. They're going through, like, Mr. Heckle's, like, high school days. And he's starting to see that, like... There's a lot of creepy similarities. Yeah, like, oh, look, he was voted funniest guy in school. I was voted funniest guy. That was guy. pretty funny. Oh, my gosh, Mr. Huggle played the clarinet. I played the clarinet. So challenge <gasps> like... A fellow woodwind. And he's just like, wait, 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 wait. Am 
gonna be like him? Like, I'm turning into him? I mean, at this point, it's really not enough to, like, draw a comparison and be like, okay, you're totally gonna turn into Mr. Heckles now. But as uh, Chandler keeps on ruminating the thoughts and going through things and looking at the items, he starts to get grimmer and grimmer thoughts. I am the Heckle. Mm-hmm. Which fast pans into the next scene, which is still like kind of later in the day, but it's at Heckle's apartment. But it's just Joey and Chandler, right? Well, Chandler's in there by himself. Yeah, like, the way the camera pans into the shot of the scene originally, it almost looks as if it's Mr. Heckle sitting on the couch with the robe and, like, the wife beater and the open shorts just surrounded by his junk. But then, when the camera pans up, it's Chandler, assuming the role he always thought he was destined to be, Mr. Heckles. (laughs) You know, Joey's trying to, like, like, hey, what are you still doing here? Like, trying to comfort him. You know, Chandler's trying to, like, explain all the comparisons and, uh, you know, listen to what happens next year. Have you been here all night? Look at this. Pictures of all the women that Heckles went out with. Look what he wrote on them. Vivian, too tall. Madge, big gums. (laughs) Too loud. Too smart. Makes noise when she eats. This is... This is me. This is what I do. I'm gonna end up alone, just like he did. Chandler, Heckles was a nutcase. Our trains are on the same track, okay? Yeah, sure, I'm coming up 30 years behind him, but the stops are all the same. Bittertown, Aloneville, Hermit Junction. All right, you know what we gotta do? We gotta get you out of here. Come on, I'll buy you breakfast, let's go. Well, what if I never find somebody? Or even worse, what if I already found her, but I dumped her because she pronounces it supposedly? Wow. A little bit of a hypochondriac moment there? I mean, yeah, granted you guys have some similarities, but that doesn't mean Uh, Chandler is my alter ego, but I don't think I'm that paranoid. So, you know, he, he they leave the apartment. They're pretty much over it at this point, which we uh, now pan over to Joey and Chandler's apartment. And it's Chandler who, he's calling somebody on the phone, <laughs> having this uh, realization of life that I need to just... I'm going to be alone. I'm going to yeah. be alone forever. <laughs> I'm going to end up like Mr. Heckles. This is the Huckle effect. <laughs> so guess who he calls? The person that answers the phone. Ow my god Chandler Bing <laughs> We all know who that is, right? It's Janice. Just Janice. 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 So from what it sounds like, Chandler wants her back, wants to hang out, meet up. It was a really quick conversation from this scene. Yeah, you know, uh, fast pants at a central perk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's finally dressed. He's got his battle plan together. And everyone's there. So the friends are there to witness this moment. Uh, And Phoebe's like, you called Janice? And and they're like, what? What? Why is it so hard to comprehend? Did you have a headache? Were you sick? I mean, she's nice, you know? And everyone's like, but it's Janice. Janice. Like, (sighs) and Chandler's like, well, she's, you know, well, okay. And then she walks in, but guess what else happens? Janice is not just Janice. Janice is pregnant. Janice and company. 
And Chandler's like repeating what she would normally say. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I think all the friends were in on it on that one. And she like comes in, approaches, says hi everybody. I didn't know you would all be here. Oh my god. <laughs> and Chandler's like, you, 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 you're pregnant. And she's like, yes. You're looking at a married, pregnant woman. Proceeds to throw the rock in his face. Oh, man. Boom! And Chandler's just kind of like, you, you, you couldn't tell me this over the phone? <laughs> Janice is and like, miss the luck on your face. Oh, man. We know Janice. Janice likes to have a little fun. <laughs> so I don't think he's ever a... been more sad until that moment. That was the scene. So it brings us over to Monica and Rachel's apartment now. And, you know, Rachel's hanging out on the little love seat with the new lamp from Mr. Heckles. Just the possession there. wars continue. And Monica comes out and she's just like, Rachel, um, let's play a game, you know. Let, let's play hide the lamp. <laughs> and Rachel's like, uh, let it go. The lamp stays. And then, like, there's no win for Monica, so she's just kind of like, really? Like, I'm going to get this to happen. This is going to happen. Like, walks away all cringed out because the lamp is there where Rachel wants it. And at this point in time, Ross walks in. And uh, you'll have to listen to this big old chunk here for you. Quite the dissection, some might say. Uh-oh, it's Scary Scientist Man. <laughs> okay, Phoebe, this is it. In this briefcase, I carry actual scientific facts. A briefcase of facts, if you will. Some of these fossils are over 200 million years old. Okay, look, before you even start, I'm not denying evolution, okay? I'm just saying that it's one of the possibilities. It's the only possibility, Phoebe. Okay. Ross, could you just open your mind like this much? Okay. Now, wasn't there a time when the brightest minds in the world believed that the Earth was flat? And up until, like, what, 50 years ago, you all thought the atom was the smallest thing until you split it open and this, like, whole mess of crap came out. Now... Are you telling me that you are so unbelievably arrogant that you can't admit that there's a teeny tiny possibility that you could be wrong about this? There might be a teeny tiny possibility. I can't believe you caved. <laughs> what? You just abandoned your whole belief system. Mm. Oh, I mean, before I, I didn't agree with you, but at least I respected you. <laughs> Quite literally the sickest burn in history. Mic yeah. drop Phoebe. Seriously. <laughs> How can you face your co-workers? How can you? Oh my gosh. How will you face the other scientists? <laughs> she literally goes At least in. I still respected oh you. Oh my gosh. She's like, she finally got Ross to change his mind. And he's like, you're supposed to be all 100% belief, Ross. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I love how like right after that, she just proceeds to turn around to the rest of the friends. She's like, okay, now where were we? 
Yeah, like Ross, you know, obviously he leaves, he closes the briefcase and all. So he was like, okay, guys, so uh, who wants to go eat? I'm hungry. <laughs> so um, they were like, yeah, okay. So Rachel goes to her room to grab a coat. Monica's going to go put her jacket on or whatever. But as Monica is about to put her jacket on. She kind of has a little case of the Butterfingers or Butter Arms in her case. She accidentally knocks over the lamp that Rachel wanted and got from Heckle's apartment. And literally, it was like an accident. But Rachel comes out. You gotta love the timing. <sighs> and she's like, you, you, you've hated this lamp. You, you did this on purpose. It was intentional. Oh my gosh. And Monica's just like... I swear I wasn't. I was just putting my jacket on. It was a happy accident. (laughs) And so Chandler walks in, you know, and Rachel goes to Chandler at this point with her broken lamp. And she's like crying, you know, in her little Rachel sob lamp because that's what Rachel does. And she's like, Chandler, Monica broke my lamp. And then Chandler's like, yeah, I'm going to die alone. I mean, you can't really trump that. And Rachel's like, okay, fine, you win. <laughs> Touche, Chan man. Touche. Yeah, and so, you know, Chandler's talking to the girls, like, really beating himself up about, well, why am I like this? Like, every girl that I've dated, you know, there's nothing wrong except, like, a, a little tiny flaw, and I'm over here being picky. I'm going to be alone. Yeah, like, so uh, is this it? is where his friends come in with a free therapy session. Yeah, and Chandler thinking that this is it for him, right? Like, this end-all, be-all, you know, Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe are trying to remind him, like, hey, you're not, nothing's bad. If anything, you're just, you're growing. Like, you're ready. Um, And he's just like, no, I'm never going to find anyone. And they're like, Chandler, do you realize what this is? Like, you're ready like you're ready for a relationship and rachel says the one thing that changes his mind instantly she's like you're ready for a commitment Commitment. Uh, what was that last word i don't think i heard you well oh you know uh commitment chandler went from being down to jumping out of the couch like whoa 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 i'm not ready for all that you know what i changed my mind i don't really think i have anything to worry about after all hey this single thing's looking amazing what's that over there oh man crazy so we uh switch over to mr heckle's apartment it's pretty much emptied out at this point you know Uh, the friends did their civic duty and helped clean mr heckle's apartment out seeing as he doesn't really have any family coming about to do it yeah, and, you know, while this is happening, you know, Monica finds a clock um, with a naked girl, which wasn't mentioned earlier, but when Rachel was finding, like, the lamp with the seashells, um, you know, It was know, one of his finding... aforementioned collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, like, the big no-no, right, in the beginning, so Rachel settled for the lamp. But Monica, you know, she finds the clock is still there with, like, this naked Barbie doll-looking thing that's attached to it, and she's like look Rach this is for you like I think it'll look good in our apartment and Rach is like you said you didn't like that thing but given that Monica messed up with the lamp she's willing to make a compromise Mm -hmm. you got to take one for the team sometimes yeah and uh, everything's pretty much in like trash bags you know it's it's pretty much done already at this point they've taken stuff out I kind of feel like they uh, ignored the sweeping a little bit I guess that's the inner Monica speaking in all of us <laughs> just like yeah. still some stuff on the floor there. Like, yeah, just making a little observation. Little observation. 
And then Chandler walks in, you know, and he looks, like, excited. Everything looks different. Like, you know, his mood changed. And everyone's like, what's, what happened to you? You, you? you good? And he's like, I've got a date. I've got a date. I've got a date tomorrow night. <laughs> like, he's finally bounced back and he's telling everybody, like, it's this girl at work named Allison who he's been wanting to ask her out. He's like, he's, he names every great quality about her. But the one thing that was holding me back was... <laughs> her big head. <laughs> and when we say head, we're not talking about, like, you know, her regular, like, human head. We're talking about the hair attached to her head. Yeah, seriously. So... Uh, she's very fond of uh, the beehive look. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so he's, like, super excited about that. He's telling everybody, like, I'm going to try not to be shallow. Like, I just want to, you know, enjoy my, my day with her. And so while he's saying that, you know, Monica's kind of giving, like, this lash, like, speech in the apartment. And kind of talking about life and growing up and how, you know, heckles and what he did maybe was just, you know, everything happens for a reason, right? But... While Monica's talking about life and, and growing up and all that stuff, everyone can't take her serious because she's, like, behind the magnifying thing that we're talking about. <laughs> so it's showing her downstairs area, like, wide and huge, and everyone's just laughing Adorable. at Adorable. And she's just like, seriously. And so they all leave the apartment, you know, and uh, the guys are leaving, and Chandler's last, and they're like, you coming? And Chandler's like, yeah, you know, I just, just want right to be alone. You guys. Yeah. But uh, he looks around the empty apartment and has a little uh, moment for Mr. Heckles. He does. And he actually brings the broom with him that Heckles used. And uh, as soon as he walks out the door, he just says, bye, Mr. Heckles. We'll try to keep it down. Insert somber music. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, which now we are, we're at the last scene of the episode. And um, after all is said and done, we're finally at uh, Chandler's next date with uh, Miss Allison at Central Perk. Hair and all, as the mm-hmm. camera perspective is set behind her enormous hairdo. And he is literally like trying to enjoy the date. She's talking and he's responding. But while this date is happening... Chandler is like talking out loud like you can hear his inner thoughts yeah and he's just like okay it's okay name five things you like about her big hair okay and at first she's just like great smile big hair he's nice big hair and then proceeds with big Big hair hair, big hair big hair hair. hair. (laughs) oh Chandler can't get over it It, it's a slow process evolving right uh, Ross (laughs) and uh that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode. All right. Now we're going to get into some thoughts. All right. Now we're going to go in with some thoughts about today's episode. Uh, I'm going to take the reins on this one initially. Uh, Chandler, for this episode, I think he was in a really relatable situation that we can all kind of take from that... Uh, ever encroaching fear that maybe you haven't done everything you could with your life or you made the wrong choices or you won't find a partner or someone to share your time with it's a big fear and i think uh, chandler handled it the best way you possibly can being extremely awkward and 
going into a spiraling self-depression until being pulled out with the help of his friends. A necessary evil. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, honestly, we've all gone through that, you know, patch in our life where even, like, not just the being alone part, but you gotta admit, you know, we, we, we all grow up and it doesn't even matter what age it happens at, but sometimes we have a shallow moment and we think that we have this perception like, oh my god, you got a blister on your finger. I don't want to date you. Yeah, and then you thing, like you know? automatically put yourself on a pedestal. It's like, oh, I'm the prize to be won. Right. You <laughs> all got to do work for me. So for me, I, I, I feel like for Chandler, it was just growing pain, you know, just trying to grow into this person that... Um, trying to look for more redeeming yeah. qualities in people and that aren't superficial. Um, which is part of why I like the episode is because as much as it doesn't relate to the whole Phoebe Ross stuff... It's still kind of similar to me. I like the fact that it kind of compares the whole evolving, like evolution with oh, Chandler Oh yeah, that makes growing. a lot of sense. Yeah, like Chandler evolving Chandler as a person. Chandler evolving, and then you know Ross. Like Ross evolving his perception of what can possibly yeah. so, be the beginning of everything. To me, like this episode really st- stood out because of that. Like it wasn't maybe it was or wasn't intentional for them to plan it out like that, but. I picked up on it, and I thought that was kind of cool. And Definitely ob- a lot of good connectors there. And obviously Monica, Rachel, and Joey, you know, they still had, like, their moments. Joey being the good friend, the Chandler. But, you know, he you was know. still definitely, like, on the back burner on this episode. <laughs> Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey, Joey. But uh, good episode. Really good episode to end the, the Monday evening with, you know. Yeah, definitely gives you enough juice to get you through till we hit you on Friday. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Friday, Chris, tell them where you can find us. All right. As always, you can find us on our Instagram page at The Barca Lounge for all updates on when the episodes release and all our listening platforms are located on the bio. Whoop, whoop. We do appreciate all of our followers and listeners that have supported us up until now and continue to. So, uh message us you know hit us up talk to us don't be afraid to reach out and on that note we will see all of you lovelies on friday stay safe till then and don't forget we'll be there for you
Hey, what, what, do you, what do you think you're doing up there? These kids, these kids, no, no respect. Okay, I'm going up there, I'm going up there. Hello? What is it? You're disturbing me. We're not doing anything. Yes, you are. You're disturbing me and all 15 of my dogs. Oh my gosh, you don't have any dogs. Yes, it is. I live in a studio apartment right underneath yours with all 15 of my dogs. You don't tell me I can't have dogs. I can have dogs. Okay, well, we'll try to keep it down next time. That's right. Mr. Heckles in here. Tell you what the heckle effect is. Thank you.